there, everyone, and welcome to Hail to the Podcast, a podcast by Redskins fans, for Redskins fans, for those of us who have been hailing through the thick and thin. I am your host, Andrew Alex, a sports reporter at ESPN Radio here in the great city of Blacksburg, Virginia, as well as 90.7 WUVT. I am joined beside me today by a good man, a smart man, Jim Priatel. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for hand- having me on, Andy. You know, I've been wanting to come on for a while, discuss the Redskins. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Um, me and Jim, we talked about what our goals are coming into the year 2018, and we said our goals were to in partake in podcasting, physical fitness, and parenting. Jim is recently a father. Jim, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's hell at home. It's hell at home. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not a lot of sleep for old Jim. Not a lot of sleep for old Jim. But let's talk about the Redskins if you know, if you don't mind, that's what this uh, podcast, I'd love to. I'd love to. This podcast is all about. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I made a podcast previewing preseason week one and what could happen and what we should be excited about. And I said we should be excited to watch Darius Geis. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Darius Geis should have never been within five hundred feet of the field. Uh, the most anticipated rookie running back, perhaps in the history of the Washington Redskins, the guy who was supposed to open up the run game and perhaps provide a whole new element, a whole new dynamic to this new, now Alex Smith-led Redskins offense, well, his season ended before it even could begin. A torn ACL in preseason week one, pretty much the worst possible thing that could happen, a nightmare. Jim, do you have anything to say about that? That's just, that's tough. You got a great, a great kid there, a great uh, second-round pick, and he looked like he was going to start for you guys. Um, and then the injuries keep piling up for y'all, so that uh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, no, it, definitely <laughs> a rough situation. and Not a laughing matter, Jim, but the Redskins, so what are you left with? You're left with Samaj P. Ryan, Rob Kelly, Byron Marshall, Chris Thompson, Capri Bibbs. Do any of those names really stick out to you? Not if you're an opposing team looking at the Redskins, maybe Chris Thompson. He's coming off that broken. I think Chris Thompson. Yeah, though. but I think he coming does. off of a broken fibula late in the season in 2017, suffered that against the New Orleans Saints and the season last year. A lot of questions at the running back position, and there was a, henceforth a lot of musings about who the Redskins were going to bring in to try to open up the run game. Jay Gruden originally said he likes what he has in-house, but as Jay Gruden usually does, he just says whatever he thinks is the best thing to say to the media at the time, and the Redskins have gone out and made a splash, a splash that if the year was 2012, people would probably be crying tears of joy. They sign the former National Football League MVP, Adrian Peterson of Minnesota Vikings lore, over 12,000 career rushing yards, uh, one, one of the greatest running backs of all time, certainly one of the greatest running backs of the last like 10, 15 years, right? Probably since the year 2000, a top two or three guy. Adrian Peterson, though, is no longer, maybe, we don't know, but certainly on the decline of his career, Last year, which is the year that we probably have to look at the most closely when examining this, starts the season off with the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints brought in Peterson in the offseason. What they didn't know is what they actually already had in-house, which was Mark Ingram and the rookie running back Alvin Kamara. Pretty quickly into the season, the Saints realized that they didn't need Adrian Peterson, and Adrian Peterson was dissatisfied as well that New Orleans couldn't give him 
the amount of carries that Adrian Peterson expects. And you know who their third string running back is down there in New Orleans? Uh, Trey Edmonds. Trey Edmonds. Yes. So, you former know, Trey, Virginia Tech. <laughs> former Virginia Tech running back Trey Edmonds. They actually cut, just totally on topic, they cut uh, t- uh, Terrence West today. Yeah, I saw so that. that maybe that means that one more year Trey Edmonds as the third string running back. They got a good squad down in there. In New Orleans, yeah. No, they certainly, they certainly do have a good squad in New Orleans. But, uh, so then AP goes to the Cardinals, though. So the New Orleans trains him to the Cardinals for a six-round pick. So basically just take him. Just take him. We don't need him anymore. In Arizona, he starts off the season, or he starts off his Arizona Cardinal career with a bang. In his first game, he rushed for 134 yards, two touchdowns, and earned Offensive Player of the Week. So a pretty good shelling in the first game. But after that, it gets to be a very, very mixed bag. In games against the Seattle Seahawks and the Houston Texans, Peterson under two yards per carry. Uh, you got any stat lines specifically here, James? I'm looking at his season stats for the year. Uh, 129 attempts, uh, 448 yards total, three and a half yards per carry, two touchdowns. Could have done better. Yeah, that's not that's def- not the AP we've seen in yeah, the past. Definitely not the AP that we've seen in the past. But nonetheless, if you are the Redskins, I mean, what risk are you really running here? So the, here's the good news, right? A one-year deal for the veteran minimum. It's not bad. Nothing guaranteed unless he makes the roster, which I think that we can assume. And this is something that has been really thrown out there a lot, right? That... What if they're just bringing in Adrian Peterson, playing for two preseason games, and trying to you know gauge whether this kid still has it? Now, I guess he's not a kid anymore. He's he's a, a multiple time father, but right. uh, whether <laughs> whether the, this once kid still has it? And well, I, Andrew, do you think that they're bringing him in as well for competition purposes to see if Thompson or Kelly can get themselves to, to prove that they're better than the other running backs. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely a possibility. And, I mean, the name Adrian Peterson is the name Adrian Peterson. And there's a lot of people who complain. They're like, this is classic Redskins. They're bringing in, like, some big-name dude on a contract, like, you know, not actually building the team. No, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's not, you're not yeah. signing Albert Hainsworth to, like, a $2 bajillion contract <laughs> here. You're bringing in Adrian Peterson, one of the greatest running backs of all time, on the veteran minimum. Now, if it turns out that Adrian Peterson just quite frankly doesn't have it anymore if he's not a run if he's not an improvement over undrafted free agent of two years ago Robert Kelly or fourth round pick of one year ago Samaj P. Ryan then he's not going to be the running back for the Washington Redskins this year they're, they're not right. Adrian Peterson isn't a, a, a trick here that the skins are trying to use to sell tickets which I mean it looks like they're trying to sell some tickets but uh <laughs> <laughs> but like I mean but if you're Adrian Peterson, though, I think that does show a certain level of commitment because I don't know what happened in that meeting room between Peterson and, you know, Doug Williams, Bruce Allen, Jay Gruden, you know, whoever was in the room. But I highly doubt that they, were, they went in there and just blindly offered him the starting spot. Oh, no way. There's no way because you got to have competition at the running back. You have uh, young guys that are fighting for it. And I think he knows he has to work for the starting job. I think he might have number two locked on, at least backup running back. Yeah. But uh, number one starting job, I don't think it's his yet. Yeah, now, 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 Rob Kelly, right? So what you get from Rob Kelly, the competition, you get 
In 2016, his rookie season, 4.2 yards per carry. That's a little bit better than what we saw out of Peterson last year. Kelly last year in a season hampered by injuries, only had 62 uh, rushing attempts. 3.1 yards per carry. That's a pretty small sample size. Jay Gruden really likes Kelly. I'm curious to see that if Peterson does play well in the first two preseason games, Will they throw Kelly out there? Will they throw Peterson out there? Will they mix and match? And what does that mean for the roster overall? Now, Samaj Pirine, last year, he gives you 3.4 yards per carry, 603 yards on 175 attempts. That's not very far at all from the overall numbers that you saw from Adrian Peterson in his time with the Cardinals last year. That being said... Like you said, it builds competition. It does build the competition. The competition factor is there. You have a young running back squad, too. And you're bringing in this veteran, one of the best running backs of all time. And maybe guys learn from him. Maybe they take a few things from AP. I mean, who wouldn't? And and I think it does say something, too. Because what could be a cause of concern, if you're the Redskins or a Redskins fan, is the fact that when Peterson wasn't getting a lot of carries last year, in New Orleans, he was openly not happy about it. He, he was talking about how unhappy he was, very publicly, very publicly. Uh, and hence they got rid of him. I think that, you know, it's what? August 20th yesterday when this deal is made. You're Adrian Peterson, you're not on a team. I, I think that that gives you a wake-up call insofar as maybe he's willing to risk having to take more of, I don't even want to necessarily guarantee him a backseat role, but a, a a sharing the wealth sort of role. Yeah. If it means the opportunity to prove himself and, you know, if, if not, even if, you know, he goes and plays average football for the Redskins in the preseason and they ultimately decide that what they have in-house is better... What might not make the Redskins perhaps as good enough to make some other team, especially when injuries start piling up throughout the season. So for Peterson, I mean, by all indications that I can see, I I see him as someone that's going to be on the Redskins in the 2018 season. But if it doesn't work out, he's basically trying out for all 32 NFL teams saying, hey, I still got it. Yeah, I mean, you look at his production over these last two seasons, and it's dropped off tremendously. It's it's just gone downhill, and teams know that. Teams look at that. They know he's Adrian Peterson. He has a little bit of gas left in the tank. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because he's not going to get – I don't think he's going to get the most carries on the team. I think at the end of this season, uh, Kelly is going to be the one with the most attempts, rushing attempts on the Redskins. And it'll be interesting to see how Adrian Peterson takes that – with his attitude and how he approaches it with the team. And it's definitely, uh, it's going to be a very different role for, for Peterson. And I say that, and I don't say that guaranteeing it. I, I That's kind of just what I, what I suspect. I, I don't see Peterson as a guy that at this point in his career is going to be able to eclipse the thousand yard mark. Uh, no way. I, I think no that, way. I think that at this point in his career, it is. And, and keep in mind, you know, not that Rob Kelly is great, not that Samaj P. Ryan is great, but if they're if it's even and you have an opportunity, especially for the fact that Adrian Peterson, he's thirty three, right? He's thirty three years old, and even if he's playing 
above the level that we might expect him to play. I think that Jay Gruden and the people, the powers that be with the Redskins offense are not going to give this dude a total workload to the point where he's just going to, you know, put like, you know, put more mileage on that body in the middle of the season, risk an injury and risk the fact, risk the idea that he might not be able to finish. So it, it is something uh, that needs to be looked out for. What will be interesting, though, is, and this has got to be a total fish-out-of-water situation if you're Adrian Peterson, you probably got to play in the preseason game to prove yourself. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, not very long ago did Adrian Pe- did the idea of Adrian Peterson playing in a preseason game seem ridiculous. But it's just almost crazy that we've gotten to this point, right? And, and I mentioned this yesterday via Twitter. Two weeks ago, the idea of the Redskins going out and signing Adrian Peterson would have been absolutely ridiculous. But you lose guys. Byron Marshall gets hurt in the preseason game. P. Ryan's hurt, but not for very long. And suddenly, the, the stakes have changed. And with, at, from the football operations standpoint... They tried out a bunch of guys. They tried out Jamal Charles. They tried out Orleans Darqua. Darqua might have been, and I, I, you know, and this could be a make or break decision. We'll see how it goes. Darqua, a guy who had over 750 yards rushing last year with the Giants, showed that he could do it. Torched the Redskins Week 17 on the ground. That was kind of embarrassing because I, I don't consider Orleans Darqua to be that that good no, at all no. <laughs> like couldn't Orleans Darkwell was good enough that the Giants drafted the running back with the second overall pick when they needed a quarterback <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but, but they brought in all those guys and they decided that after the workouts Adrian Peterson was the fit Trent Williams going out and saying a lot of positive things about that a lot of people want to put weight on that I mean, they were college teammates, and they, they co-own a gym together. They're buddies. He's not going to go out and be like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> He's washed. <laughs> but if you are the Redskins, it is imperative that you use these last two preseason games to at least see what you have at the running back position, to see if Adrian Peterson can be a fit. Because the good news, this is incredibly low risk with... I would say reasonably a moderately high reward if you get the Adrian Peterson. If you get 75% of the Adrian Peterson of old, that's probably an upgrade over your fourth. Like, you're, all you're doing is cutting your fourth running back Se- and adding yes. Adrian Peterson. 75% AP is better than probably the majority of the yeah. running backs, I think, in the NFL. Yeah, no, and it's like, do you want Adrian Peterson or do you want Byron Marshall? Do you want Adrian Peterson or do you want Capri Bibbs? Like, okay, yeah, I know they have good moments in preseason. I know that they flashed maybe a little bit at the end of the season last year. Those are practice squad guys. Those are other teams. Yeah. Like we, we scooped Byron Marshall off the Eagles practice squad in the middle of the year last year. Those this are is guys, Adrian yeah. Peterson. I mean, you got to give it a shot. But it also indicates that if you're going out and signing Adrian Peterson... At least maybe that shows that the Redskins do think that uh, they, they they do have a serious shot this year. You think so? I, I do. I, I think that... I think they're lost in the... in the, I think they think it's 2013, 2012 <laughs> with their backfield with Alex Smith and AP. Um, 
You know, they're they're getting a little old. He's old. Oh, no. no don't, don't talk about Alex Smith like that. Don't bring Alex Smith in. Oh, here. I'll bring Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it, it is what I would call definitely something that you wouldn't have expected. But, Jim, I'm going to ask you a, a couple of questions here just regarding Peterson. I'll give We'll do over or under or yes or no, basically. So my first question is, will Adrian Peterson have more yards per carry? than the other two running backs being Kelly and Pirine. No. Okay. Jim says no. I no. say he has more yards per carry than Pirine. He will not have more yards per carry than Kelly. I think that Kelly and Peterson will split the work. Pirine ends up probably sitting out most game days. He'll be inactive on game days. Still be on the 53-man roster. Would you... It's the last round of the fantasy football draft. Adrian Peterson's still there, and you have the last pick. Would you take him? No. Yeah, neither would I. <laughs> yeah. No. Fun, no. fun fantasy <laughs> advice, folks. Never take someone who's splitting carries with four other guys. Yeah, no. Not a good fantasy. I would take Des Bryant over. Idea. Uh, so now let's talk about uh, a subject that is a little—it's uh, interesting. We're kind of going off topic here. Terrell Pryor, man, Terrell Pryor. You get shook a little bit there, buddy. James, you saw the video. What'd you think? I think that he got exactly what he deserves. I think Pryor is a punk, and mm. he's a so he's a very selfish player. Doesn't care about the team. And obviously, everyone on the Redskins saw that last year. The DBs know that, and they embarrassed him. At that mini camp, at that uh, joint, joint practice. practice. Yeah, the word would be joint practice. Joint practice. <laughs> they really embarrassed him and made him look like a fool. And I loved watching it. I watched that video probably 10 times. Um, and I'm probably going to watch it right now after this Ooh, podcast. Yeah, no, great, <laughs> great video. Uh, makes Pryor look pretty bad. Thought it was pretty funny that if, if on a hot mic he was caught because they mic'd up Jay Gruden and pro- he, the, the, they caught a conversation that he had with Terrell Pryor. Jay, Jay Gruden's hilarious. He was like, I told them not to fight you, man. This is like before this all happened. He's like, they just can't guard me. It's like, then you literally got... Like, you just shut down by our safety, our free safety in one-on-one coverage <laughs> drills, then proceeded to get, you know, embarrassed by Swearinger. But that just goes... So if any of you guys, if any of these listeners, I don't know I don't know what you guys are doing, if you're ever going to go into the NFL, do not run around making spectacular one-handed catches when the DBs can't hit you because... That's not realistic. Like, that doesn't even help you practice. Like, why was he doing that last year? Probably played into the fact that he was absolutely awful when the regular yeah, season Yeah, that around. probably contributes to the fact why he can't catch, like, an eight-yard slant, you know? Because yeah. he's in practice going off diving catches, one-handed catches. Yeah, I mean, that's good for, like, a diving catch or a one-handed catch, but, you know, the NFL is about a little more than that. A little bit more than that, so uh, good riddance to Terrell Pryor. Who, uh, you know, he couldn't even, still hurt, I guess. Still hurt yeah. from that foot injury from last September. <laughs> it's, a pre- it's a pretty nagging foot injury to, to force you to not play in uh, the preseason game against the Redskins. The Redskins won. Uh, what did we learn from that game? Well, we learned Dustin Hopkins can kick five field goals and we can win 15-12. Uh, to 12. The mo- Not the most entertaining football of all time, but I liked what I saw. If you guys remember from my last podcast, I asked Vernon Davis about his, uh, you know, on-field relationship with Alex Smith, how that carried over from San Francisco. Well, in the first preseason game, the first time we actually got to see Alex Smith, let the I mean, it was one drive. It was one drive. It's whatever. Um, but 
they still look good together. You know, you saw a lot of what you wanted to see. Uh, pretty basic version of the offense, but I mean, at least it's not like a glaring red flag. Like this was terrible. Uh, other takeaways from the preseason game: pretty excited for Kevin Hogan to probably get cut. Just oh, don't don't think come he has on. it, man. He's got the don't, heart. He's that, got the heart. You no, know, he does. He does have the heart, and we love the heart. But we love having not a third string quarterback. Like, if you're gonna keep a third string quarterback, he should at least probably be someone that's like good, because you're just wasting an extra roster spot on a third string quarterback. And Kevin Hogan, unfortunately for the Redskins, is not gonna be that guy. Um, better hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. He won't be too happy. Uh, if Kevin, if you're listening, I am personally <laughs> sorry. You are a greater athlete than I was ever or ever will be. But I do. Yeah. Go play for like the Giants. Come back to the Browns. Yeah. We want you. <laughs> yeah, to, to preface all this, folks, James likes the Browns. Uh, yeah, he actually just bought his uh, his recently born child a Browns uh, like onesie. Very cute. Incredibly, incredibly cute. So uh, everyone, uh, I mean, th- this is pretty much it. I mean, this is kind of a loose podcast because we'll, we'll see. Once Adrian Peterson gets out there, and of course, like. It's the worst part, right? Is James like we can't? We don't even know. I mean, we're not even gonna be able to see until like, I guess the preseason games. So hopefully they use him because during training camp everyone can watch, but now that's over and now practices are private again. So we can't really examine what's going on in practice, how they're being used. We're just gonna have to rely on the preseason games. But that is gonna conclude the podcast. I'll come back to you after the Redskins play the Broncos on Thursday, and then we're gonna get into the real weeds. We're gonna do 53-man roster predictions. We're gonna do NFC East preview. We're gonna do the entire NFL preview. James will also be on. He will be picking every team's record from every division, Super Bowl champion. Maybe if I even really wanna put pressure on James, we'll make him pick points, Uh, you know, point spreads, and, we'll, and then we'll take all of his money that he made, and we will gamble on it. But Sounds good to me. I, I don't have any expenses, no new children. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he's being sarcastic. In fact, his wife is probably pretty pissed that uh, he's in here with me right now and not at home taking care of the baby. But you should subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, pretty much everywhere our podcasts are found. Uh, Twitter, follow, follow us on Twitter, at Hale. Two, the number two, the podcast. Uh, yeah, and just subscribe, man. And te- if you like this, it'd be cool if you did. If you, if you like this, <laughs> go uh, take your phone out and text every Redskins fan you know and tell them to listen to this podcast. Uh, so we'll be back with real, real in-depth analysis of the National Football League in like two or three days. But until then, hail to the Redskins. <laughs>